Hello and welcome to the episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And today we're discussing one of our favourite games that we, we both enjoy quite a lot. And more recently you've been enjoying in a bit of a different way, which mm. is Elite Dangerous. Yeah, it's something that I think we collectively in lockdown have kind of returned to as a little group because it is such a, it's become a very timeless game. You know, we've talked about it a lot on the show and it's been out for six years, but you know, you come in and out of playing it um, and we've sort of returned to it and I've returned to it a lot uh, and I'm trying out some new stuff. There's so many different things to do in it. Mm. And uh, one of the interesting things about Elite that I think a lot of people know is like the universe is, is life is like to scale. Yeah, scale one-to-one as the um, actual like the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. Uh, most of the gameplay is concentrated in one area and it's very difficult to, not difficult, but like l- takes a long time to get anywhere else. Mm. And, but there's also like another area of space that people play in, but it takes hours and hours to get from one place, from one to the other. Like yeah. they're like very, very isolated. Like to give it um, some perspective. So this area uh, of the map, which is called Colonia within the game, uh, is approximately 22,000 light years from sort of the mm-hmm. main area around, around Sol, around Earth. Uh, and your ships have anywhere of a jump range of approximately, uh, I'd say like generously like 30 light years. And generously, up, yeah. Up, up to a 50 on most ships, and then you can get higher than that, but only in extreme cases. Yeah. And it, I would say it probably takes, what, like a minute to two minutes per jump, roughly, yeah, depending so. on like the size of the sun that you're orbiting and fuel scooping and stuff like that. So going 22,000 light years takes a long time <laughs> exactly a long time and there are ways to speed it up but it takes a long time and i'm taking the scenic route and yeah it's just like one of the things that we've talked about before and that a lot of people know about elite is like there's not necessarily a huge amount to do or like it doesn't guide you to do a lot of things and no, so you have no. to it's very like emergent gameplay right it's not like an mmo where there's just like quests to do all the time it's very sandboxy but what's right? interesting Almost like right, minecraft is that this is play to your benefit because this is an area of the game that you've never played before really Mm. like it's always been there pretty much from the get-go this sort of exploration has been there but yet you've never focused on it so even though you've been playing the game for like you know four five six years you're still getting to play new aspects of the game even though there doesn't seem to be a lot to to do sometimes exactly exactly and so yeah so i'm i'm going i'm going on this trip there's like there's loads of tools online around elite for like finding interesting places and plotting a route somewhere and stuff like that so i've done a bit of that as well um i'm like finding interesting things because there's lots of like easter eggs almost Mm. um whether randomly generated easter eggs or physically placed easter eggs or something something in between there's actually a lot of stuff that and this is an interest this is my biggest takeaway of of thing that i've been really interested in discovering and uncovering is that if you don't do certain aspects of elite you miss out on miss out is not the right word but you don't see things that potentially took frontier a lot of time and effort to Mm, put in mm. and you just never never come across them yeah for sure and it's not and miss out isn't the right word because it's not like it's like a huge chunk of the game it's just like it's just part of its like fabric um which is just you can just pass by for yeah but you can play for you know hundreds and hundreds of hours and just never happen to experience those i liken it to like an old school rts game where you only ever played one faction but yet the the program is designed like 11 playable factions so you're kind of like 
not experiencing like another 90% of the game's content. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's been it's been really fun sort of like taking it at a slow pace, you know, doing a lot of prep. It's kind of like old school theory crafting style of sort of like making notes about your game that you're playing yeah. and you know thinking about stuff outside of the game and planning stuff. You know, I also sort of uh, compare it to end game MMOing in yeah. the sense of like sort of like raiding and you know planning and, and organizing stuff um especially as it's not a very forgiving game so if you don't prepare then you can come unstuck or you mm. just won't achieve your goal right like if I hadn't thought about what I wanted to do then I potentially just wouldn't be able to do it yeah. right and you I couldn't get there or trying you'd to get like there. end up stuck somewhere or you'd blow up or whatever and you'd end up having a lot of your progress undone and now in a sense that like sense of danger is part of the enjoyment of the game hence the name mm. um but then equally so i feel there's more enjoyment to be had from the organizing and the planning like it feels like you're genuinely planning out like a road trip like when you're yeah, going exactly. somewhere like on holiday or something when you're going abroad and you're planning out like your itinerary that's sort of how it feels like when you're going on like large journeys and you spent like a long time organizing kind of getting your route planned like i'm going to stop off here and choosing what to take with you because you don't have like an unlimited amount of space in your ship to choose like how to fly and what to fly you know with and stuff like that so like the journey's already started before you even set off yeah exactly yeah i there was definitely like a few few hours of gameplay where i was just preparing and working out what i needed to do and how to do it and looking stuff up and that kind of thing and i sort of wanted to touch on like something that in parallel something that i've been doing is i've been looking at um, Star Citizen, mm. right, which we've talked about before on the show, which is sort of like the the main competitor to Elite, I guess, and sort of thinking about how Elite is kind of considered quite a bear game, right, in the sense that there's not necessarily a lot to to do, or there's stuff that isn't really fleshed out. It's quite simple in in many ways, um, which I agree with broadly. Uh, and on the other side of the fence, you've got Star Citizen, which is just never finished, right, and they sort of you then start to think like, is that just the same? Like that's kind of, I don't know where I'm getting at with this, but I just find it interesting looking at two games going about very different development, but they're fundamentally the same game Mm. or they are currently in some ways in at a similar point in that in star citizen, there isn't a lot to do and nothing's really finished. Um, It also is quite buggy, but it's considered, you know, an alpha game that's still receiving funding and so on and so forth. Whereas elite is like a going concern as a, as a thing, um it's just kind of it's just kind of interesting like they both sort of fulfill the same role but in very different ways yeah because it feels like star citizen they're trying to build everything immediately before the game is basically available like i know you can play mm. the 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 kind of alpha builds of it but the game won't be ready until it's completely finished whereas elite was had its bare basics created the the core of what makes the game as it is and then they've added content onto it over the years and there's, there's ups and downs to that you know, I can't deny that there aren't some limitations to the way Elite does things. So for example, sometimes it can feel a little bit barren, a little bit like meaningless to play. Whereas other times, at least the game is playable and the emerging game can be made like you're doing. Whereas with Star mm. Citizen, although the potential for this amazing epic sim is there right now, even just getting it working is a chore. Yeah, exactly. And Something that it also made me think about, like, I have a very positive experience with Elite. And although there's lots of, like, 
there are some frustrations and there's yeah things are a bit bare and stuff like that like generally speaking i have a positive experience it doesn't frustrate me as a game but then what that also got me thinking about was that the community of elite in my opinion is quite bad Hmm. uh, in the sense that i don't think it's not that it's unfriendly but it's not very friendly towards its creators right generally Hmm. people are very derogatory of the of the game developers frontier Hmm. about elite saying that you know they oh if there's a bug they're like oh it's working as intended and you know they they never really release stuff that they say they're going to do a lot of people would argue that you know they promised that they they are in the same situation as star citizen and that they promised a lot and they've never delivered any of it whereas on the other side of the fence you have star citizen where the community is fiercely religiously loving of this Mm. game which is not which is you know and and tends yes okay some part of the community does have negative um sort of uh feelings towards the company mostly if they've tried to get refunds yes. right like yeah 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 uh, and and i'm just like I, I think there's a whole episode there um right about like this and we've talked about it a little bit before but i just find that there's a study to be done i think yeah it's like the difference between a community being overly critical and undercritical yeah um, like it feels like sometimes maybe elites community can be too harsh and too critical towards things but that does bring the benefits of making sure that things get changed whereas mm. on the flip side of that star citizens fans and its community are like you say religiously devoted to the game and basically think that it is flawless and as a result nothing seems to get changed and if there is a problem it never seems to get addressed directly yeah. and i have a hypothesis for why that is which is what i conveniently want to round off this soundbite with um elite dangerous isn't very expensive Mm. Uh, it doesn't cost a lot to buy my base game is 20 pounds at full price right yeah they've only released one paid for expansion in six years yeah yeah only horizons has been a thing and even then like large aspects of horizons aren't really super important like most of the core gameplay is still completely part of the normal game so even if you paid full whack for elite on launch and horizons you've probably paid maybe 50 60 quid right most yeah and there are some cosmetics but they're very cosmetic so they're easy to ignore so it's not very expensive it's a cheap game um and people are very demanding star citizen very expensive game Mm. uh you know you pay for all the ships uh there's obviously the like headline stuff which i know you don't have to do but like some of the ships are like thousands of dollars but even some Uh, of the more basic ones you're still looking at paying the price of a game yeah, when you when you buy the starter pack to get into Star Citizen, you pick between two ships. They cost the same, right? But you choose one. You choose a ship. And if you want to buy the other one, you've got to pay the same again yeah. for the other one. Mad. So you cannot deny that Star Citizen is an expensive, in inverted commas, game. Uh, and the community is very passionate, very forgiving. Mm. That is my hypothesis. Because they've invested more into it. Because they're, they're invested. Now, yeah. the question there is who which developer was right yeah in that situation who did the right thing and who did the wrong thing I don't, and can each I don't one know. learn from the other and maybe take a leaf out of each other's books well i mean star citizen are the ones with the most money right yeah. like you can't they, deny they, that they haven't made more money in a lot of ways and whether or to not deliver less yeah to deliver less and whether or not they ever will is that that's not the point but the point is they have made the money whereas elite at least is a you know a game that functions but isn't necessarily as profitable hmm so that's, that's, my, uh, that's my takeaway from mm. the two games from what i've been uh, reading about but yeah i'm having a lot of fun in elite yeah I, I i don't mind that i haven't paid a lot i'm not invested but yeah it's been a lot of fun it's, it's a great if you if you're thinking about picking it up i strongly recommend it this is a great time to get into something like elite because yeah. it's slow paced 
and uh yeah that's that's my tales from tales from space mm, your exploration well maybe you can do another roundup episode for us when you finally reach colonia uh, yeah, and how many point. weeks or months it takes to get there and you can yep. tell us some of the things that you spotted along the way absolutely uh, but until then uh i've been Sefran. And I've been Gelada. And thank you again for listening to another Octal FM soundbite. And we'll catch you again very soon.